Y-E. The Morning Show. The Morning Show. With Declan Meehan. East Coast FM. Well, then there is another survey out this morning, and this about dating. How about this one then? Smelly men and rude women are the biggest turnoffs. On a first date, a new Amazon survey finds that lack of hygiene tops the list of first date disasters for women, while foul manners were the main problem for men. Third on the list was eating with your mouthful on a date, followed by using too many emojis while texting, being badly dressed, looking like a relative or poor use of grammar, if you, if you do that. So there you are, smelly men and rude women, the biggest turnoffs on first dates. That's not what we're going to talk to our vet, Pete Weatherburn, uh, Pete the Vet, about. Morning to you, Pete. Good morning, Declan. Unless you want to talk about it yourself, about going no, on dates. <laughs> no, that's terrible, awful stuff. Many men, the poor men. <laughs> well, the poor anybody having to put up with them, but there you go, that's the way. Uh, listen, uh, this uh, being, um, you know, the week that's in it, first of all, uh, we'll come to Valentine's and love for your pets in a second, but uh, can pets eat pancakes? Yes, in short. There's nothing toxic <laughs> about pancakes. So, um, small amounts, though. I think one of the, the main problems we see is when people overindulge their pets in any way. So, if if your dog or, or cat isn't used to eating little bits of something different and you suddenly give them a great big plate full of something completely different, then that's not going to work well and they're going to have issues. All so, right. Yeah, it's kind of common sense, really. Indeed, okay. But there's people who mm. who imagine their their pets are human, so just to throw it out there. Now, we're, we're coming up, as I say, to Valentine's Day as well as this week. And, uh, you know, the whole thing about uh, population and overpopulation and letting uh, dogs and cats and others breed, what's the general feeling about that? Yeah, well, it's, it's a fairly universal feeling that really you don't need to let animals breed. You don't need to. It's surprising to me still that some people think that um, somehow they're obliged to allow their animal to have one litter of puppies or kittens. Um, um, and that's just not true. And in fact, the main problem that we have to deal with is overpopulation. Um, because you see, animals live in a sheltered environment because they live with us and we give them their food and drink and shelter. And what that means is that um, there aren't the same evolutionary pressures on their populations. So if we don't control their breeding, there will be vast numbers of animals and there will be so many that there's not enough space for them and they'll start to have miserable lives and there'll be strays and... Um, you know, packs of unwanted animals roaming Ireland. And so, for that reason, it's recommended that that, that all dogs and cats, um, their, their population uh, growth is controlled. And that's been done traditionally by spaying and neutering them. And that still hasn't changed. Um, that's still what's recommended. But what's, what's different now is that we, we're changing our recommendations on exactly when they're spayed and neutered. And, and, and that, because what, what, what's happened is that research scientists have got their hands on clinical information from vets' um, computer systems. So just about every vet in the Western world now has a computerized system to record all their notes on, on the pets. And what 
university researchers have done is they set up systems that 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 extract all of that information, anonymised, of course, and they use that information to find out more about what happens when you do things like spaying and neutering dogs and cats and about how it impacts on their long-term health. So that means that we now know an awful lot more about that. Mm. So uh, you you don't just to clarify this, you know this this uh, idea that oh give give the dog a litter, you know, sort of thing. That's definitely not necessary, right? And indeed, it's the source of a lot of problems because we still have way too many dogs in Ireland. The the dog dog rescue centres at the moment are absolutely stuffed with gunnels. In fact, they're so full that most animal rescue groups are asking. Um, their supporters to take on foster dogs and cats. Um, you know, in other words, to, 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 to take them temporarily for a few weeks or months until they can find homes for them. And they, they didn't used to have to do that. They have to do that now because, because their own boarding kennels in the rescue centres are over full. So it's a really big problem. There's way too many dogs. So the very last thing you need to do is to, to add to the problem by producing more puppies and kittens. So... For that, for population reasons, you should definitely spay an animal um, before they breed. Now, that's when there's a but, and it's a very unfortunate but, but the but is this, that there are some specific types of dogs, especially, and not so much cats. Not In fact, not cats at all. All cats should be spayed when they're four to six months of age, when they're very young, before their hormones kick in and start to make them want to breed. But as far as dogs are concerned, there are some breeds that we'd be saying these days, you should wait a bit before spaying them. We used to say spay them all when they're around six months of age. We're now saying, okay, for most dogs, that still is the best answer. But if you've got a large breed dog, like a German Shepherd or a Newfoundland or a, or a Rottweiler or a, even perhaps a Golden Retriever, if you have a large dog, now there's an argument that you should delay spaying until they're skeletally mature. That means till they're around 18 months of age. And um, if you do that, then you're going to reduce the incidence of some common diseases such as um, uh, bone cancer, um, such as ruptured cruciate ligaments, uh, and a few others. And when I say these are common diseases, they're not that common, but they're diseases that we as vets would see regularly in these large breeds. And what they found is out is that over a population, in other words, over if you look at thousands of dogs, if you delay spaying and neutering um, some of those breeds, then the incidence of those conditions is a bit lower. It doesn't mean you can prevent it completely, but it means that, I don't know, instead of 10 in a 1,000, you might only see sort of 6 in a 1,000, something like that. So, um, you know, that, that's, so there's an argument to delay spaying and neutering in those breeds. And the other thing, Declan, that's important is the whole thing of castrating male dogs. And we used to, again, routine recommend it, Nowadays, they're saying if you have an anxious dog or a dog that seems to be lacking in confidence, then it really isn't good to castrate them um, because testosterone gives males confidence. Testosterone is what makes males, I think of all species, including humans, it makes them feel assertive and, you know, um, happy to deal with social encounters. And if, if a dog is, is, is if, a, if an anxious dog is neutered, they're going to lack some of the confidence they need for normal daily interactions, and they're going to carry on feeling anxious. So there's an argument these days that you should leave those dogs unneutered. 
and just make sure they don't get out and impregnate all the females in the in the neighbourhood. All right, so it's discussed with, with your vets and all that. I mean, That's we've, always the best thing. We, yeah. We've heard uh, quite a lot in the last while about abandoned dogs, very young dogs being being discovered and just, you know, a bag of them left somewhere. And that's that's exactly why it's much, much better to spay and use uh, them before that happens because if you don't spay a, a female dog and you're, you're cautious, you're not careful about minding them, then they will get pregnant. Like, that's what nature makes happen. You know, they will meet a male dog, they will mate, they will get pregnant. So that's why, for most dogs, it's still the best thing to spay them when they're young, before they can breed, usually at five, six months of age. So that's still the right answer for the majority of dogs. And it's the exceptions that we need to just be a bit cautious about. What that means is when you... I would I would say to, to listeners out there, if you've got a young dog, talk to your vet. When they're about four or five months of age, talk to your vet about having them spayed. And if your dog is one of the exceptions, the vet will explain that to you. But for most cases... Uh, still is the right answer. Go ahead, get them spayed, and get their their, their breeding stopped for, for life. Okay, well there it goes Valentine's Day anyway. For the it's not very romantic pets. Valentine's Day, is it? <laughs> no, well uh, there you go. They'll have to make do with <laughs> some other amusement. <laughs> Good to talk to you as always, Pete. Thanks very much Thank indeed. You, Thank okay, you, Thank you. Bye bye now. Take care. That's Pete Weatherburn, Pete the vet.